Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode features a crossover episode of the Housing News Podcast. In this episode, Housing Wire Editor-in-Chief Sarah Wheeler interviews Bill Dallas, the president of Finance of America Mortgage. During the interview, Dallas discusses what he's learned as a leader and an investor, as well as how mortgage companies can combat margin compression. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. TMS helps grow happiness for your customers, allowing you to do what you do best, continuing to build a business with raving fans. We believe that a happy customer is a referral and a customer for life. TMS is committed to building your brand through subservicing. Learn more today at subservicing.themoneysource.com. Welcome everyone, this is Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief at Housing Wire, with the latest episode of our Housing News Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce our guest today, Bill Dallas, who is President of Finance of America Mortgage, a division of Finance of America Companies. Bill has had a storied career in mortgage and real estate. He's also the co-founder and board member of CloudVerga and Chairman of Dallas Capital Management. Bill, we're thrilled to have you on Housing News. Sarah, this is exciting to be back with you again. This is this will be fun. I'm I'm really I really enjoy it. I enjoy what you guys do. So thank you for having me. We love having you. You know, the last time I think you were on the housing news was in January of 2020. Ooh. I mean, you know, just a Ooh. few things have changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> like we just need to redo that podcast. Just just redo it. Um, uh, it's crazy. One one of the biggest factors when we look at the origination volume last year and even the first half of this year, you know, one of the biggest things that's changed since then is is the historically low mortgage rates that we have. So are, are you surprised they're still so low? Yeah, you know, great start, right? Wow. I mean, so many things have changed. You know, I was thinking you don't even want to go through them. We went public right in the middle of all of this. Um, but you have new president, vaccines booming real estate prices, uh, working from home, yes, <clears throat> hybrid, wherever, and yes, low interest rates. And, you know, I, I, I'm i not surprised by low interest rates. I'm, I've got a friend, Kevin Warsh, who used to be a Fed governor, and he served from the Fed from 06 to 2011. He's worked for several presidents. <clears throat> and so, you know, I sort of follow certain people to get my strategy, right? One of them is, what do I think is going to happen to interest rates? So what he said to me I will, I, that was telling, and he said this a couple of years ago, which was, you know, if there are so many countries around the world that have zero interest rates, right, today, and negative interest rates, Switzerland, Denmark, Spain, uh, Sweden, the entire Eurozone, Japan, right? So this is, and he said, if the U.S. was an island, the Fed could do whatever they wanted to do and raise rates. But he says, because we're not an island and because we're global, he said, by the way, with global pandemic, you got every government, every country in the world throwing the kitchen sink at trying to save their economy and the economies are collapsing all over the place. Therefore, lowering rates is not going to happen. 
and everybody's got to stimulate their economy. So normalcy is going to be about lowering rates because they need to keep the country and the borrowers in, in a certain space. And you see that in the U.S. And so I asked him the question, what about deficit? What if we throw all this money at it? And he goes, look, deficits won't matter because our growth will outrun our debt. So interest rates dropping, really, I had actually told our folks that I thought, Interest rates have about a 60-40 chance to go lower, not go up. Yet you see the MBA, you see everybody sort of forecast rates going up. Why? Well, that's what they do. I mean, in mortgage, you forecast if low rates go down, you know, uh, you go, oh, God, they can't stay down further. They got to go up. Well, I, I think that's somewhat counterintuitive. So my view of it is we, we're going to be in a low rate environment forever. How low? Hmm. I mean, could we go negative? Possibly. But I don't think, I think you've got an equal chance to go either way. Right. So I, what was uh, surprising was how fast the margin, the, the, the actual profit margin went to zero in mortgage. Right. It was like, and it was exacerbated. A couple of lenders started fighting with each other in TPO and wholesale. And so they started beating the shit out of each other. And suddenly interest rates, just, interest rates were dropping. And so was margin, especially in the broker TPO channel. Right. So, you know, I think, I think it's a very interesting time, but at the end of the day, interest rates dropping didn't surprise me. Margin compression sort of did the speed in which it went from heavy margins in 2020 to very slim margins. I mean, probably by the Q2 of 2021, it was back to normal, right? Normal margins. Interesting. You know, that the change in interest rates, the margin compression, you know, just those things that you guys have to adjust to so quickly. I mean, on a diamond, now you're a publicly traded company. So, so tell me about that. How does that, how does that look um, since you guys have gone public, like what, what is that like? Well, it's funny because they, because of what we just talked about, you know, the, the view of mortgage is the bloom is off the roads. So you're going down the backside of the mountain, right? It's like, uh oh. Uh, and I think so. Most of the mortgage stocks have gotten hammered, uh, pretty much. Uh, they're way off their highs, but that's just because people, I think, have mistaken the view of where we are. I actually don't think, I actually think we're in the beginning stages of something, not the ending of it, right? And you're sort of seeing that in the economic discussion that we're having about the economy in general uh, and starting it. And are we inflationary or are we not? Well, is and is this a temporary thing? Well, obviously it's temporary, parts of it, right? Because we're throwing all this money at people and they've been in a been in the closet for the full year sitting in their house and they want to go out, they want to do something. So I think that part is probably um confusing the the world, but I do think we're into a whole different set of in, an environment where we're global, everything affects us, right? Not just, you can't just look at what's happening in, in you know, Concha Hawk in Pennsylvania, 
or in Dallas, Texas, right? You have to look at, okay, Afghanistan's probably got some effect on us, right? So what, what's going to happen, right? And if you, if you expand that view, then I think you really get to a view of, okay, we are in the, I think we are in the middle of a transformation in, <clears throat> in America that we have never seen before. And I think it's going to affect, it'll affect mortgage companies. And I don't think, you know, being a, you know, being a public mortgage company, you know, you just have, I mean, we have a ton of regulation and a bunch of crap that we have to do anyway, as a, as a lender. Uh, Some of it makes sense and we should do. Some of it is just piling on. Uh, at the end of the day, I think our view of it is that it's it's much more consumer centric than it's ever been. You've got some new things that have shown up that are important to the world, but also important to the regulatory environment, right? You've got ESG, right? You've got DEI, you've got, you've got affordable housing, which is always important. You've got homelessness. You've got some things that are really focused that if you if you take them on their face, right, they're they maybe aren't big things. Um, but if you really are if you're trying to help solve them, you could you could expand the entire strategy of your organization and the structure of it to make to make things happen. Right. So I think it's a it's a it's a different world to some extent. You know, I can't speak to stock price or performance or different things. I'm just excited for Finance of America, where we sit. I think we sit in, we're a very unique company and we haven't told the story yet, right? So, uh, and that's why you play the game, right? That's why you play, that's why you compete with others. Because I think that part, I think is, uh, we were a company of 20 plus acquisitions that um, when I got here, I, I think needed to find its one voice, its one culture. And the pandemic and the ability to uh, have everybody focused and concerned and wanting to listen gave our team, our leadership team, an opportunity to really shine, right? Because I've been there and done that. I've seen there, there was no fear. I'm very calm, right? When shit's happening and all this stuff is flying around, it's like, we've got this, right? We'll, we will survive. This is what we want to do. We need to change these guidelines. We need to do this. We need to move back. Having a communication gate, the first thing I said was, let's, let's begin. Let's do two Zooms a day, right? With everybody. We have 3,000 people, a bunch of, People, they're everywhere now. We don't even know where they are, right? Let's get them on. Let's make it optional, but you can attend. And what we're going to do is we're going to give you a a morning download, an evening download. And what's going to happen tomorrow? Maybe people were calm. Well, I, you know, I'd love to dig into uh, some of that, that you just said, definitely the margin compression, like what, what is the plan there? How do you, how do you combat that? But also, you know, when you say that, um, finance of America has the story that hasn't been told, tell us the story. That's what, that's what we're here talking about. So what, what do you think is a differentiator for you guys? And, and how does that 
Thanks for listening, and to hear the full interview, head over to iTunes and catch the show on the Housing News Podcast. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Thank you. On September 27th and 28th at the Omni Hotel in Frisco, Texas, Housing Wire will host its second annual event, which will be in person for the first time. Housing Wire Annual offers each guest the opportunity to gather with top industry professionals for exclusive content, technology demonstrations, and unbeatable networking. Find out more by going to the events tab on the Housing Wire site. You won't want to miss out on this event, so register by September 20th. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. I hope you have a great weekend. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the hottest stories crossing our news desk each and every day. The podcast is now available wherever you like to listen. We'll see you back here on Monday.